what's up folks what's going on welcome to episode 128 of the spun today podcast i'm your host tony ortiz thank you very much for listening this is a free writing session episode in this episode i share my march april and may 2019 writing stats a couple of free writing tips that i picked up along the way actually they're just writing tips not free writing tips I tell you about what I've been reading. I share my results of my first round of ad marketing for my debut novel, Fractal, which you can pick up now. Links are in the episode notes. And finally, I read and reflect on some of my free writing, which is located at spuntoday.com forward slash free writing. Are you interested in any of that stuff? Good. So am I. Stick around. If you're new to the podcast and would like to help support and also happen to be a creative yourself, check out my questionnaire for creatives at spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. It consists of five open-ended questions aimed at giving you the opportunity to share insights from your craft with us. Imbue us with tips and tricks of your trade. Again, you can find those five questions at spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. Another cool way to help support is by following me on social media. On Twitter and Instagram, it's at SpunToday. And check out my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash SpunToday. All right, so how have I been doing with writing? For those of you that are new to the free writing session episodes of this podcast, what I do is, in terms of my writing stats, is I always jot down on a desk calendar with an x or check mark on the given day if i've written or if i have not written for that given day and i tally it up at the end of each month and i have found that at least for me it helps keep me honest it helps me actually quantify my progress with writing and lets me look back and see how much time i'm actually dedicating to it versus how much time i think i'm actually dedicating to it It also serves as motivation or can serve as motivation when you see a month that is one where you've been slacking and not writing as much. You can try to turn around for the following month. And it's been uh, pretty helpful for me as a a writing tool. So that's what I'm going to share with you guys today. I each free writing session episode, I share any that I have not shared since the last free writing session episode. And it's been three months. So I have March, April, and May writing stats for you. For March 2019, it was a good writing month. I wrote 21 days out of the 31 days of the month. That's a percentage of 67.7%. For April 2019, it was a subpar month. I wrote 13 out of the 30 days in April. And that is a percentage of 43.3% of the days of April. And for May 2019, I had an atrocious writing month. I only wrote five out of the 31 days in May. That's horrible. That's the lowest since I've started keeping track of my writing for the past, I want to say like two, maybe even three years. And that is a percentage of only 16.1%. Now, looking at this objectively, 
why was my writing count so shitty and declining from March, April to May? I can attribute it to a couple different things. First off is my debut novel, Fractal, which you can pick up now on Amazon in digital or paperback format. And if you join my email list, I might even send you a free digital copy. Just hit me up and let me know if you're interested. But my debut novel was published on March 28th, 2019. And for those of you that know this already, I apologize. But for anybody else that doesn't, that was about a three-year work in progress. So it was a big goal that I finally met. And I have to admit that I kind of, quote, rested on my laurels or kind of took like a like a breather, like a sigh of relief, like a load off my shoulders type of thing after it was published in terms of writing. So I kind of slacked off, for lack of a better word. And or actually, that's the perfect word, because there's been many a day that I could have written and I didn't. Um, for a couple weeks after um, the debuting of the novel, I've been focusing on my energies on the marketing of it the promoting of the book some of which i'm going to get into the results of later on in the episode but i recorded actually an episode entitled fractal for the release of the book where i detailed to you guys like the entire journey and process and what i was planning to do in terms of marketing this episode i'm going to share with you some of the results of that marketing but yeah, those are my writing stats for March, April, and May 2019. March was good. April was subpar. And May was absolutely atrocious. And seeing that number so low kind of slapped me in the face and got me in gear to start writing the continuation, the second book in the three-book series, To Follow Fractal, which I have since begun preliminary work on. And my goal this time around is not to spend three years writing it so that you fine folks aren't left hanging for such a long time. Alrighty, writing tips. Today I'm going to share with you guys two tips. Two kind of like motivations, if you will, that I picked up along the way. And they are related to writing, obviously, the writing tips. And... They are actually quotes about writing from successful writers. The name of the actual article is 20 of the Most Instructive Quotes About Writing, and it's from the Helping Writers Become Authors website. Quote number one, which is actually number 10 on the list of 20, but number one of the two that I'm going to be sharing with you guys. Balancing Humility and Confidence. Writers have to simultaneously believe the following two things. The story I am now working on is the greatest work of genius ever written in English. And the story I am now working on is worthless drivel. Orson Scott Card. That quote kind of stood out to me in that, or spoke to me in that, I agree and think that on one hand, and it's kind of like a balancing thing that you have to do constantly while you're working on, for me, writing, but 
for anybody listening, whether it's writing or any creative outlet that you have, is having the confidence to actually do it and think that it might be worth something to someone someday, while at the same time not take yourself too seriously and think that anybody's actually going to want to read your shit. And if you create on the tightrope of those two ideals, I think you'll be better off for it. Quote number two that I'm going to be sharing with you guys, it's titled Foreshadowing. And it says, when you insert a hint of what's to come, look at it critically and decide whether it's something the reader will glide right by, but remember later with an aha, that's foreshadowing. If instead, the reader groans and guesses what's coming, you've telegraphed. And that's by Hallie Efron. And I think that's a good little tactical lens to wear while you're reviewing your own creative writing. I know for me, with the ending of my book, Fractal, I, I didn't see it coming. And I've read, I don't know if it was in Stephen King's own writing or in one of Stephen Pressfield's works or maybe Bird by Bird, I'm not sure, by Anne Lamott. But I read somewhere, or maybe on all these like writing blogs and stuff that I read, that when you're writing, if it's a surprise to you, the writer, it's probably going to be a surprise to the reader as well. And that's not to say that a skilled writer can't like know what the ending is beforehand. You know, a lot of writers actually start that way. They start with the ending. Um, I know a lot of my short stories, which I've written, um, I've started out that way with knowing the ending. And then I just like wrote to that point. Um, but with this story, with this novel, it wasn't like that. I had like the kernel or the seed of uh, the beginning of a story and kind of like an idea of a theme. And I let the characters work everything out. So for a long time while writing the story, I didn't have an ending until I would say the third act, somewhere in the like deep middle of the third act. I didn't have like an actual ending. And then it hit me and I was like, oh shit, yeah. And I always wondered if it's something that I telegraphed like throughout the writing. I didn't think I did, but you know, you never know. And um, it's not to say that nobody's going to see the ending coming. I'm sure uh, some people would be able to. But the people that I've asked, and I have asked a, a couple, told me that they did not see the ending coming, which is great. That's uh, exactly what I wanted to hear. So yeah, this uh, this tip uh, stood out to me, and it's again a good trick, a good tool to use. Um, a good kind of like hat to wear while you're reviewing your own writing. If you're interested in reading those tips and the other 18, the title of the article is 20 of the most instructive quotes about writing. And I will link to it in the episode notes. And it's from the helpingwritersbecomeauthors.com website. Alrighty, what I've been reading. I have two books for you, actually. One of which I completed and the other one which I'm uh, about a quarter of the way through that I recently started, uh, but the first one is one that I, I heard, uh, recommended by Tim Ferriss, 
of the Tim Ferriss Show, and it's The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And it wasn't recommended not only by him, but uh, several of his guests. Like, I, I've heard it come up in the podcast enough times to take notice and decided to uh, give it a whirl. And I enjoyed it. I liked it. It's the type of book that I can see myself revisiting and getting something different from in the future or just like reinforcing what I got from it the first time around. It's also one of the books that uh, I believe Tim Ferriss said that he reads like once a year or once a quarter. I forget like how often, but he reads it frequently. And although I would re- definitely revisit it and, and plan to sometime in the future, um, I don't think it's that type of book for me personally. But just to give you an idea of what it's about and what I got from it, I'm going to first read you what the four agreements are. And then I'm going to play for you a little clip that resonated with me. The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Agreement number one is be impeccable with your word. And to me, that agreement is uh, pretty much like a mean what you say and say what you mean type of approach. And obviously in the book, he fleshes them out, each of the agreements out in several different ways with different metaphors and examples agreement number two is don't take things personally i think that's self-explanatory agreement number three is don't make assumptions that one's also pretty self-explanatory and the last the fourth agreement is always do your best now these seem like very bedrock foundational like no shit sherlock type of statements but in the book he helps you realize how often we like take these things for granted and don't live by these four agreements but should be living by the four agreements should be practicing them all right now here's the clip that i want to play for you guys that i'm going to attempt to play from my phone so from my phone into the microphone that i'm recording this podcast on let's see how that works out The freedom we're looking for is the freedom to be ourselves, to express ourselves. But if we look at our lives, we'll see that most of the time we do things just to please others, just to be accepted by others, rather than living our lives to please ourselves. That is what's happened to our freedom. And we see in our society and all the societies around the world that for every thousand people, 999 are completely domesticated. The worst part is that most of us are not even aware that we are not free. There's something inside us that whispers to us that we are not free, but we do not understand what it is and why we are not free. The problem with most people is that they live their lives and never discover that the judge and the victim rule their mind, and therefore they don't have a chance to be free. The first step toward personal freedom is awareness. And then it goes on from there to flesh out why awareness is the first step and et cetera, et cetera. And it gives other steps and reasonings behind it. And I think it's a dope read. I definitely recommend it. You guys should check it out. I will link to it in the episode notes to make it easier for you. And again, it's called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. I'm fucking Hispanic. God damn it. Let me say that again. 
Don Miguel Ruiz. Now, the other book that I'm currently reading, that I'm currently listening to, the audiobook, is a book that was recommended by Nipsey Hussle on several, at least three different interviews that I heard him on. I either, or I think two that I heard him on. And then I want to say maybe The Breakfast Club and maybe Rap Radar. Maybe some other like obscure like podcast that I heard him on. And then um, more recently, YG, after Nipsey's death, um, mentioned the same book that Nipsey put him on. And the topic seemed like something interesting and practical that maybe I could apply to writing and podcasting. And the way they, they spoke of it, um, Nipsey specifically, is that uh, it's a book that helped him in terms of brand and marketing for the marathon brand and for his uh, like genius idea of selling his album for at a hundred dollar price point when everybody was like giving the albums away for free and for like streams that like marketing tactic got him like a lot of recognition and written about in magazines kind of in like positive and negative ways like who the hell is this guy thinking he could sell a cd for 100 bucks and um he got the nod from people like jay-z who bought uh, like a thousand copies i'm sorry a hundred copies it's like ten thousand ten thousand bucks right a hundred dollars hundred copies ten thousand yeah so it was like a hundred copies and somebody else bought a hundred copies and a bunch of people they bought into it to support but anyway that's where uh this book was recommended to me not personally obviously but uh where i picked it up from and then you know i looked it up on amazon read a couple of the reviews there's great reviews i think it's like four and a half to five stars and it's the 22 immutable laws of marketing by al rice and jack trout and like i said that i'm only a quarter of the way through it so i don't have much more than that to to add at this time just want to give you guys a heads up that i i am reading it and once i finish it i'll definitely uh share some gems with you guys right now it's in the phase of like breaking down breaking down general marketing ideas behind different companies uh different uh sectors for example like in in soft drinks it's coca-cola is number one pepsi's a distant number two and number three is even a more distant rc cola it speaks about the importance of getting to market first and and if you're not first to market finding some sort of niche within that market that you can say that you're first at like for example hertz is first in car rental companies but alamo can say that they're the most comfortable in car rental companies that's just an example off the top of my head that's not exactly like that in the book but just to give you an idea of the type of direction that the book takes like i said i'll give you all some more feedback on that once i finish again the name of the book is the 22 immutable laws of marketing by al rice and jack trout i will link to it in the episode notes as well Alrighty, next up are the results of my little marketing campaign that i did for my debut novel fractal 
which again is available on Amazon and is linked to in the episode notes. Now, if you want additional details of what exactly I planned to do beforehand, check out the Spun Today podcast episode titled, which is episode 123, is how I published my novel, and then in parentheses, Fractal. So check that episode out if you want like the origin story of where the story came from, uh, the nuts and bolts of you know what program I used to write everything out, how I found found time to write, what I where I published through, where I self-published through, and what my marketing plan was in terms of rolling out the book. This here in this episode is going to be the results of that rollout that I mentioned in that episode episode 123 all right so when i rolled out the book initially which is called a soft launch i put the digital copy out for a discounted price it was a price of 99 cents and that was on march 28 2019 at that time it's also available available via kdp select which kind of like a netflix service for reading called kindle unlimited and it also makes the that option also makes the book available to a kindle owners lending library where people can borrow the book for a certain uh, period of time and during that time within the first few days i got a handful of orders some paid some free and uh, it's free through the again the lending library and also the kindle unlimited service and I'll tell you guys how you actually get wind up getting paid from those like free copies, but not exactly the same way it works with the actual paid copies with a you know like a flat royalty. So I would get like four downloads one day, one download another, twelve another, and that's uh, pretty consistent. You know, zero another, nine another, up until the date that i was going to do the first of my my two marketing campaigns because that's what i did i did two paid advertisements one of them through free booksy which i will also link to in the episode notes if you're interested freebooksy.com and the second one was through jamesmayfield.com now the way it works is that i set the book to free during the same time that this first campaign was going on now the campaign is a one-day campaign it's a direct email marketing campaign through free booksy which has a deep email list you know broken down by subscribers and they direct uh mail their folks and say hey this book fractal is free today only on kindle unlimited so you know pick it up check it out download it if you're interested in the cost of this one day uh, email campaign was 70 bucks i was weary at first because it's 70 bucks but i also know that you know if i'm gonna take this seriously i need to start like getting into the the game of this uh, self-publishing thing and not just stick through the inexperience that was my the first book that i put out a self-published book, which is a nonfiction titled Make Way For You, which has to date sold half a dozen copies. 
so you have to do things like professional book cover design, which I did on this book, advertising, which I've done a little bit of, that I'm sharing with you guys now. Uh, I should be doing professional editing, which I did not do, but I, I spoke about that uh, during the episode 123 of the podcast, which I mentioned earlier, and my reasonings for uh, not going with professional editing this time around, so on and so forth. So I went with it, and... The way it works is that they blast their list the day that you set it for free, which, you know, you plan out in advance. You tell them what day you want the emails to go out. You set up your KDP promotion to make the book free on said date. And the day after is recommended as well because, you know, some people get the email, but then read it for a day or two later. And the day of the campaign, I got 2,030 downloads of my novel fractal mind you these are all free units so it's not like i'm making buku dollars but the idea behind this folks by the way which i mentioned in that episode 123 but i'll mention here again is that you want to get as many reviews as possible as many reviews as you can when especially when you're an author that's starting out you don't have any name recognition within this field you want to get your work out there to people one because i mean you create something you want people to take it in right you want people to read it and get some constructive feedback from them obviously and get better at your craft and but also from a marketing and business perspective it's smart to put the book out for free get a bunch of downloads because at the end of this marketing little marketing campaign you're going to set your price to the price that you're going to be selling the book at in perpetuity and you want to have some reviews backing your book. You don't want it to just be like a book that's up there and has no reviews. Because from the consumer perspective, if you see something like that, you kind of sort of don't trust it and shy away from it and just go to the next thing that's similar. So anyway, I got 2,030 reviews. Uh, I'm sorry, 2,030 downloads of the book. During that first campaign, the next day I got 406 more. So that 70 bucks got me a total of 2,436 downloads of my book, Fractal. Which was, to me, like great to see. I didn't see numbers anywhere near that with um, uh, my previous book. So to me, that ad campaign obviously worked. And it's something that I'm definitely planning to do again next month in a similar fashion just to keep the book fresh, continue getting downloads, have more folks read it, and hopefully review it. Now, if you do, if you do the math on... Actually, before I, before I break that down, let me tell you guys the second uh, ad campaign that I did, which uh, was a week later. So I did that first free weekend campaign then the book goes back to the soft launch price of 99 cents then there's another couple days where the book is free and i paid 13 dollars one three for an ad through james mayfield that was also highly recommended on you know different writing blogs and and successful writers that that i follow and what he does is kind of like a, a blast of Facebook posts, Instagram, direct email, Reddit posts, 
etc and then he sends you afterwards like a little montage of all the uh posts and ads that that he did and it's only 13 bucks i was like fuck it if it works um, amazing if it doesn't then whatever it's only 13 bucks i just spent 70 a week before on the other ad which did uh really well so you know fuck it and much to my surprise on that first day that the 13 dollar ad got 196 downloads then the next day got another 122 downloads i would say the day after that i got 37 downloads the day after that i got 47 downloads the day after that i got 46 now i attribute all those dates to obviously there's going to be some variants there right they're not all just a product of this specific ad some of them could have been lingering from the previous ad some of them just could be randoms but i attributed all of these to this specific ad just because from there on out and just like in between both ads and before all ads then the downloads kind of normalized to the usual you know five a day to three a day to one a day to zero a day for you know a bunch of days in a row then you get one random random one then you get a little spike get like two or three on a given day etc etc and what i was going to say before in terms of if you break it down and do the math i got from the first ad 2436 downloads for 70 bucks and that's about 0.28 cents per download which if you round up is three cents per download and then through the second paid advertisement that I did through James Mayfield, I got a total of 448 downloads for 13 bucks. And that works out to a total of 0.29 cents, which again, if you round up, is three cents per download. Actually, 0 0.03 cents. No, wait. Yeah, three cents per download. So they're very similar, 0 0.028 and 0 0.029. But in terms of volume, the free booksy, which is the more expensive one for 70 bucks, yielded 2,436. And you want, they're both equally as effective financially and monetarily, but you want volume. Because you want the, you know, in theory, the more people download it, the more people read it, and then the more people review it. Now, in terms of actual reviews, I've had a handful, literally about my last check, six, seven, eight, possibly eight. I think it's more like six or seven total reviews between like Goodreads and Amazon, which I definitely need and want to step up. So if you're listening, folks, and you haven't rated the book yet and you've downloaded the book and you've read the book, Please rate and review it either on Goodreads or on Amazon. And if you want a free copy of the book, hit me up and I'll get one over to you. But don't forget to hook me up with a review. Right now, circling back to something that I mentioned before, the Kindle Owners Lending Library and the Kindle Unlimited service, which are services where people get to read your book for free as long as you opt in to the KDP select option through Amazon, which I did. Just because it gives your book that much more exposure and, you know, I have no delusions of grandeur of becoming, uh, you know, 
doesn't air from you know all the dough that I'm that I'm making from from my writing right now. So exposure is key, right? What's really cool is that you can see a breakdown of how many pages of your book people read a day. And it's the people that have downloaded your book via these respective uh, means, whether through the lending library or just straight through Kindle Unlimited. And it's pretty cool. It's pretty like exciting to see because like some days there's like 818 pages read of, of my book. You know, my book is only like it's a total of 325 pages, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, well, the paperback copy is. And... You know, you have 90-something pages one day, 549 pages another day, and it's like a crazy chart. It shows you day by day by day, and you get to see, like, the traffic your book is getting. And it's, it's like, for me as a, as, a, as a writer, it's exciting to see, like, oh, shit, you know, somebody's, somebody out there is fucking reading my book. You know, people are liking it or just getting through it or whatever, but it's still like getting traction you know people are reading the words that i wrote and like i'm curious as to what they're thinking about it which is why you guys should review it no but it's really cool though it's like both like humbling and inspiring at the same time because like now i want to like write and create more and put more content out there and i want to get better better at it to deliver quality product now, in terms of what I mentioned of getting paid from these free downloads, the way it works. Sorry, folks, my throat is like all fucked up. I've had this like dry cough for like four weeks. The, the doctor gave me some like pills to take like, for the cough like three times a day for like a month. And that helped a little bit. Um... But now he, like, switched me to, like, the liquid fucking promethazine, which I think is the shit that's, like, in lean. About to get some Sprite and make some scissor or some shit. But I, I hate, like, those, like, drowsy-causing, uh, like, medicines. Because I feel it, like, for, like, lingering for, like, two or three days after the fact. But it has definitely, like, helped with the cough. It's just... My voice is still, like, hoarse. Anyway, um, every month, Amazon awards the top 100 writers, I think it is. Um, and by top 100, it's, like, the top 100 most read writers through these methods that I just described of, like, page counting and, and stuff like that. Uh, percentage from a pie of, usually it's around, like, the, 20 to 25 million dollar mark and that translates to obviously you know super popular writers make mad dough from it and you know writers like myself that are just having like you know a few dozen to a couple hundred pages right a day it can translate to like 20 30 40 50 bucks which is definitely not nothing you know i mean you reinvest that right back in to a couple more ads and you let it snowball and that's what i intend to do while i continue to work on additional content and yeah that's my breakdown of how it went with the marketing my first time attempting to market and pay for ads for a book of mine and 
it was by all accounts you know don't have much to compare it to but by all accounts a success i do have actually to compare it to the number breakdown that a writer that shared their marketing rollout plan that i i borrowed uh, some ideas from in terms of like starting the soft launch 99 cents spacing it out between one week to another week for the two different ads etc and i got slightly more downloads than he did for my first round of ads for that first week i'm not sure about the the second though and he also did i think a third if i'm not mistaken but i only did two so yeah successful or rather successful enough to invest again in another round but anyway my debut novel fractal a time travel tale is available now on amazon and i will link to it in the episode notes for you folks to pick it up read it like it share it rate it and review it now finally i'm going to share some of my free writing i'm actually just going to share one piece with you guys today and it can be found on my website along with all the rest of my free writing which is located at spuntoday.com forward slash free writing this piece was posted on june 9th 2019 and it's one of the free writing pieces where i take a quote from somewhere that resonated with me in this case it was from the movie creed 2 and i just free write based off of that quote and there was a scene where rocky balboa says quote a chunk of yesterday trying to be today end quote and here's what i wrote sylvester stallone says this line during the movie while playing rocky and in reference to himself it was one of those cinema moments that just jumps out of the screen and into your soul your psyche It made me contemplate and think about where he had to be emotionally to feel as if his present and future weren't measuring up in some way to his past. It made me contemplate how many times my present and imminent future hadn't stacked up to the goals I had for myself in the past. Instead of wallowing in it, though, In contemplating the lapsed time and lost opportunities, pull that past energy into the present and make up for lost time now. Why not, right? That's how you can cross-pollinate desires, time, and opportunity. And I wrote that on Thursday, June 6th, 2019 at 4.34 p.m. Now, it's been a minute since I've seen Creed 2. Months. and But what I do when I watch movies or listen to music or watching a TV show or anything, anytime I hear something that resonates with me, like that line in that scene of the movie just like stood out to me instantly. And what I do is pull up my phone, pull up my notepad, and jot it down to one day circle back to it or just to read it again in the future and remind myself of the scene or, but usually for the purposes of free writing in this format of using the quote to inspire me to free write in a specific direction. 
And this is actually fitting to the conversation, or I guess it's not really a conversation, right? It's just like a one-sided me speaking type of thing. But uh, something I mentioned earlier in terms of like slacking on my writing uh, during the month of May. This is like a testament to that because like this quote I've had written down to like come back to and free write to like since I saw this movie again months ago. And I hadn't free written to it until June 6, 2019 at 4.34 p.m. But it's like, why not? You know, I could have written to this throughout all of May, throughout all of April, probably all of March, or at least part of March, if that's like when I saw the movie. But you know what I mean? And that's kind of like a testament to that line where I say that, it made me contemplate how many times my present and my imminent future hasn't stacked up to the goals I had for myself in the past. Like in the past, I had the goals of, you know, writing every single day or, you know, writing at least 90% of the days or 80% of the days would be great. And being this prolific writer that puts out a ton of material, but that's quality material and being able to like look back on a body of work and be proud of it one day. Like, I have those goals, but I'm clearly not stacking up to them right now. So it's like I felt them, like, when I felt that sentiment when he mentioned it in the movie in reference to himself and his evolution as a person and his boxing career, etc. But like I say in that line at the end, instead of, like, wallowing in it and just contemplating about the, the lost opportunities and times that you've fucked up, you know, use that same energy to pull those like goals from the past into the present and do them now. Do them on June 6, 2019 at 4.34 p.m. Instead of saying, damn, I should have written that a long time ago. Just fucking write it. And then the next time around, when you, I have something else jotted down, don't let so much time lapse before circling back to it and free writing to it. That's what I get personally from this free writing piece now that I look at it objectively. And I'd be interested to see what you folks got from it. So feel free to hit me up at spuntoday at gmail.com or in the comment section of this specific post on spuntoday.com forward slash free writing forward slash creed two. And that's the episode, folks. Stay tuned to listen to some tunes i believe i'm dropping in a song that my homegirl elo put me on to by ben platt which i will link to the video of in the episode notes as I usually do and then you can just stick around to listen and hear on ways that you can help support the spun today podcast so much you don't i appreciate know. the fuck out all you folks thanks for listening you need to go and find yourself you say you'd rather be alone Cause you think you won't find it tied to someone else Who said it's true That the growing only happens on your own They don't know me and you 
I don't think you have to leap if to change is what you need. You can change right next to me. When you're high, I'll take the lows. You can ebb and I can flow, and we'll take it slow and grow as we go. Grow as we go. You won't be the only one. I am unfinished. I've got so much left to learn. I don't know how this river runs, but I'd like the company through every time. Would you like to receive a short email from me once a week? You know that feeling you have on a Monday at work when you have absolutely nothing to look forward to except for lunch. Have no fear, the Midday Monday Boost Letter is here. In this short weekly newsletter, you will receive five things. One is a photograph of the week from a photographer, a podcast of the week. I listen to tons of podcasts, dozens and dozens of podcasts, hundreds of episodes, and I cherry pick the best ones and I share them with you here. You'll also receive a video of the week, which could be anything from a rap battle to a TED talk. You receive a quote of the week, something to let marinate in your mind, and a word of the week so that you and I can both step up our vocab. So if any of that sounds of interest to you, check it out. Check out the subscribe page at spuntrade.com forward slash subscribe. Drop in your email address and you'll receive the very next one. For any writers or creatives out there, I have a questionnaire. It's a five question questionnaire that anyone is free to fill out. It's located at spuntray.com forward slash questionnaire. And what it is, is five open-ended questions related to your craft. It's things like what inspires you to write or create whenever you don't feel the inspiration to do so. What are your favorite apps or tools or tricks to trick yourself into getting into the mind state of actually creating? What inspires you, et cetera, et cetera, stuff like that. And what I do with your responses is share them on a future episode of the podcast. Now you can choose to remain anonymous if you choose to. You have that option right there when you fill out the questionnaire. And if you do not choose to remain anonymous, I give you a shout out on the podcast and promote for free whatever it is that you have going on. So I appreciate you in advance for sharing that with me as well as the rest of the listeners of the Sponsor Today podcast, which would stand to gain from you filling out the questionnaire. Now, you can help support the podcast in a myriad of ways. One way which does not cost you anything and is most popular within the podcasting community is by shopping on Amazon using my affiliate links banner. So the way that works is you go to sponsor.com forward slash affiliate links or just click on the affiliate links tab at the top center of the page. And there you will see a banner for Amazon. You literally just click on that and it takes you to Amazon's website where you do your shopping like you normally do. It does not cost you anything extra, but Amazon will give me a kickback just for driving traffic to their website. So that would be a big help. It literally costs you nothing extra financially, just costs you a couple of extra clicks of your mouse before you do your Amazon shopping. The iTunes banner that's on that same page works the same way. So if you're purchasing music or movies or 
whatever it is on iTunes, feel free to go through my affiliate link portal there as well. If you want to make a one-time PayPal donation, feel free to do so. There's a PayPal donation button on there as well. Within that same tab, you'll also find a link to the Spun Today Viral Style Store. Now, the Viral Style Store is a store where you can get Spun Today merch, whether it's a coffee mug or a t-shirt that I personally designed. And spoiler alert, I'm no I'm no Ralph Lauren or you know whoever designs Gucci stuff. <laughs> but I did create the design of those shirts myself. I have a couple t-shirts on there. One that says, for example, right need every day, which is a playoff of Snoop, Dre, and Nate Dogs. Smoke weed every day. So it's right need every day. With like a puff cloud of smoke behind it. I have a podcast versus everybody t-shirt and uh, just stuff like that. So check it out. The link to the viral style store is also there. You can also help support the podcast on a reoccurring basis if you become a Patreon supporter. Now, Patreon is pretty cool and it there's a little um, video explanation of what it is and how it works, but I'll try to do my best to summarize it here. Basically, you sign on to Patreon, which is a free service for your account, and you can support not just myself, but any other uh, podcasters or creatives that also have Patreon pages. And you can choose to, for example, donate a dollar to them on a per episode basis. So the Spun Today podcast has two uh, episodes a month. So if you donate a dollar to it, it'll be two dollars a month, basically. And you set it up and it just happens automatically on a reoccurring basis. There are zero fees. You can cancel at any time. No hassle, no bullshit. And it's uh, it's a cool way to help support and is much appreciated. And also, it's not just like a, for example, uh, a PayPal donation, which is just that. But through Patreon, it allows the creator, in this case being myself, to set up a reward system, if you will. So... If you donate a dollar per episode, you are considered a tier one supporter. If you donate three dollars per episode, you are a second tier supporter, et cetera, et cetera. And it goes up to four tiers and each tier gets different things like uh, tier one gets a free spun today bookmark and a shout out on the podcast. Tier three gets uh, gets those two things from tier one as well as a free writing piece that's not posted on on my website or available to anyone else, etc., etc. So check that out if you will, and uh, visit my Patreon page at Patreon p a t r e o n dot com forward slash spun today. Another great, amazing way to help support the podcast is to rate and review it. This costs you absolutely nothing. Whether you listen on iTunes, on Stitcher, on TuneIn on iHeartRadio, on Pocket Casts, on Overcast, on Player FM, on Google Play, on YouTube, on Tumblr, or if you listen on Podbay or any other of your favorite podcast apps. Please rate and review the episode. It really is the number one way to help the show gain traction, gain exposure. You know, you could also share it with friends or family and tell them, you know, check out what this idiot is saying. Some of it is actually pretty good. Or it all fucking sucks and you should listen and laugh. But as long as you're listening, (laughs) it would be much appreciated. So rate and review the podcast wherever it is that you listen. 
Follow me on Twitter or on Instagram at Spun Today. Like the Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash Spun Today. Subscribe to my YouTube page as well. All podcast episodes are available on YouTube as well as clipped versions. For example, with the random rant episodes, you know, I speak about a bunch of different topics instead of having the full episode alone, which is also available on YouTube. But you also have snippets of the different topics broken up into more digestible chunks. So check that out. You can also support by checking out my book, Make Way For You, Tips For Getting Out Of Your Own Way. It's a quick, short read if you're looking for some inspiration and motivation. And you can find out more about it at spuntray.com forward slash books. There you'll find a video of me telling you all how the book came to fruition, as well as a couple of audio excerpts. If you're interested, you can purchase it wherever books are sold. Kindle, iBooks, Kobo, an ebook or paperback format, which you can find on Amazon. Also, for being a Spun Today listener, I can also send you a free copy. Right there on that same landing page at sponsor.com forward slash books. Drop in your email address at the bottom of the page and I'll shoot you over a copy in the format of your choice. And that's all I got, folks. Thanks again for checking out this episode. And as always, substitute the mysticism with hard work and start taking steps in the general direction of your dreams. Thanks for listening.